0: Hello and welcome to Fuzzy Concepts. It's Adam McCarthy with me, Steve Brockhausen, and our special special guest, Steve Rory O'Hagan. Rory O'Hagan, welcome.
1: Well, that <laughs> it's been a ple it's a pleasure. Like the last time I was on this podcast was about 106 years ago, um, it definitely and I never was played live on air um, when um, we were we were talking about pirates, wasn't it?
2: Pirates. <laughs> I can't, I think we were. <laughs>
1: And I think Adam cracked a joke while I was drinking water, which resulted in me choking and nearly dying live on air. And the, the complete lack of concern <laughs> by the two hosts of this podcast was rather worrying considering that we've been friends for how long? And, and
0: like, you, hey, you, you don't want odd years.
2: It's coming up 18 years since we were first in college together.
0: <laughs> and I'd like go to point out on legal, on legal advice, uh, I did not crack a joke that made you choke on your water.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've never been that funny, Adam, have you?
0: No, no, that would never happen. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's great to see you, boys. Actually, because yeah. I haven't seen you. I know it's been a
0: long time. Yeah, too long. Too this long. Re- this last year
2: being kind of mad, not getting to see many people. But uh, you know, you're doing well. You're keeping well. You've moved so since we last saw you and everything.
1: Yeah, that was four years ago. No, almost to this point. So.
0: Yeah. You're up in the country
1: now. Two kids, it happens all so quickly like
2: <laughs> it's, it's, I live
1: yeah, in a house, right. a three bedroom house in the country. There you go.
0: Well,
2: that's 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 a beautiful start. A wonderful, wonderful start to uh <laughs> to cheering people up. Three old men feeling sad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they should just be called all men rant about things <laughs> at this point.
0: I actually, I was saying to Steve before we came on, I was like, I'm getting back spasms at the moment. So if you hear me go at any time, that's my back.
1: Do you find you're saying, when you're getting in or out of a chair these days?
0: Yeah, oh, all the time. Yeah. We're just waking I literally, for, for no I passion. literally say, fuck.
2: Yeah.
0: Every time I get up. Yeah.
2: Before you'd have to Arse. be like out, out for a week or something before you felt anything. I know you just have to like sleep slightly funny, and you you can't
1: walk for about three hours after you get up. And yeah, and something new is cracking every different day. It's just <laughs> yeah. what's that oh, hit me? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even care at this point.
0: <laughs> My big worry, now you know, will be the first hangover after uh, the lockdown ends when everybody's back in the pubs.
1: That'll be a worry. All right, that could be a two or three day at this point. I'd say, could, yeah, definitely. You'd want to be taking the week off work if you're going up on the Friday, like you know, just to just to be just to be safe. <laughs> just to be like, safe. Yeah. They,
2: they'll understand.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah I just going go for a few. I went down for six well, pints and so. inside the pub, so yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, what's that first lockdown night out, a uh,
1: post-lockdown night out, going to be like? Because I mean, like, I'd imagine it's going to be um interesting because like I haven't been inside a pub in year. I haven't had a pint of stout. I haven't had a pint of Beamish in a year now at this point. Um, and drinking stout out of a can isn't the same thing. It no. doesn't have the same feel. So, what's that first night out going to be like after lockdown?
0: You'd like to think it'd be full of debauchery and God knows what. I have a feeling there'd be a lot of people queuing up to get into places. <laughs>
2: yeah. And people drunk at four in the afternoon falling all over the place.
1: The thing is with us all like approaching 40 or 40s in our forties in in Steve's case, we just want a pub with a fire and no loud music.
2: <laughs> That's it, dog the fire. At, at an
1: appropriate volume and not have to shout <laughs> and go, <"Hah! laughs> Huh, while Beyonce plays in the background. Yeah,
0: just sit yeah. and have a chat. That's it. Long gone are the days now of uh, freak scene and Sir Henry's and Club One. Yeah, I was
1: only I was I was thinking of the goat broke loose the other day. I tweeted about the goat broke loose, goat broke loose, which reminded me of college and, and all that kind of crack, and and it was a video of Tom Brady emerging from the the boat party where he could barely walk and I tweeted that was like me going from like the go (laughs) broke loose to Garby's back in the day Uh,
0: but yeah that also reminds me of uh, leaving the go broke loose one night with uh, MJ our old college buddy Tipperary lad who uh, did he get in a fight with the Royal Bank of Scotland he punched the Royal Bank of Scotland yeah because he thought he was having a go at you in fairness the
1: Royal Bank of Scotland had it coming
0: it did (laughs) yeah it did but he literally yeah, he punched the door yeah, he punched Because over. apparently it, it yeah. tried to start on me or something like that. Well, yeah, yeah good.
1: MJ is the nicest man on the planet, as we all know. Yeah,
0: exactly. And
2: then, then I think he did start on you. And then he wanted to. punch oh, he punched me then, yeah. And then. Here. He was like, who hit yeah. you? I'll kill him. It was like, it was the <laughs> idiot.
1: <laughs> what a guy. Yeah.
2: Maybe that's why he hit the bank. <laughs>
0: that could be it. Could be it. Will I go with the news? Yeah, you may as well. You may as well get us I will go started. with the news. So a top story is probably something that's been all over the internet now for the last week or so. Although it's kind of, their, their viralness is going down now. Uh, it's the woman at the centre of a foul online rural parish council meeting has told Sky News that she's never seen anything like it. Aki Weaver became a viral sensation after footage of her being heckled and shouted down by Hanforth parish councillors was shared online. Miss Weaver, who has extensive knowledge of council rules and regulations in her role with the Cheshire Association of Local Councils, was forced to kick Chairman Brian Tulliver off the call and placed him in a virtual waiting room. He had told her to stop talking and that she had no authority here. You have no authority here, Jackie Weaver, no authority at all. Two other councillors, including Vice Chairman uh, Alan Brewerton, were also removed. He had yelled to her to read the standing orders, while another councillor was heard mumbling, fuck off, under their breath. A clip of the 10th December meeting, which was put on Twitter on Thursday afternoon, had been viewed more than three million times by Friday. In an interview with Sky News, Miss Weaver said she'd, she had expected the meeting to be tense due to controversial issues leading up to it, but admitted I'd never seen anything like that. But she said she did not want an apology. I don't think an apology would mean a great deal to me, she said. I think <laughs> it, I would like is just some kind of recognition that they did not do the right thing and that they could have done it differently. So there you go. I've, I assume you've seen the video, lads. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's
2: probably it, the most it, famous Zoom video now. I like... you. Kind of the...
1: <laughs> yeah. I love this. Um, we're all on Zoom, so there's a bit of a delay, so we all talk at once. And then we start. I know. At once. I know. Ha, do we have standing orders for tonight? And has everybody read them? I've <laughs> no, 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 no. read them, but I don't understand them.
0: Who was, who I, was I your man? Them, there, was was an old, there was
2: an old fella sitting down on the couch, and a younger fella was jumping in screaming, You have a vice
0: chairman here. Was he the vice chairman or just your man's son? The young fella's the vice chairman, <laughs> and the old fella was his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure his dad is even a counsellor. His dad was just there with him. <laughs>
2: that so was for something to do during that, head head
0: at her. I, I did like how he turned into Gollum yeah. at one stage. <laughs>
2: uh, He's kicked uh, uh, her off.
0: Your one is surely going to be uh, knighted. Uh, uh, she will be. She's a Tory as well, so she definitely will be. <laughs>
1: right. The worst, she's going to end up in panel quiz shows on the BBC.
0: Oh, constantly. Yeah. QI is definitely in her future. <laughs> I mean, but uh, like whole, yeah, the whole the whole video or that whole Zoom video now has been kind of usurped by the uh, the lawyer with the cat filter.
2: <laughs> it Did you see that. Yeah.
1: I don't even I don't even know how you can turn on cat filters on Zoom. I might
2: like, give it a oh. go. I really don't know. No. All I know turns to
0: yeah. Like I'm trying,
1: Zoom. I'm literally trying to turn my video into a cat here, and I cannot do it. Yeah,
0: yeah. which is disappointing.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I was really looking forward to turning myself into a yeah.
0: cat.
2: I also yeah, would have yeah. thought that the courts would have their own kind of like special, they wouldn't be using like a Zoom or a, a whatever, that they'd have kind of a more secure system set up for the courts that wouldn't have built in cat filters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad. Maybe, maybe that is the fact. Like, I can't do it here on like my free Zoom basic. Maybe it's the courts wouldn't themselves have.
0: So they have the enhanced zoom with the with the proper filters. Maybe it's for the family court. But I literally, I can't find it. You
2: know? Yeah, it might be for the family courts, for the, the kids to make it less scary for the kids. That the lawyers and the judges are all different kind of uh, animals talking to them over the, over the camera. Oh no, I don't know. It's mad.
0: Mad. Nah, That'll strange. be bad for therapy in the future. you know, if they're asking So, well, what, did the, what did the giant cat say to you in the courtroom? <laughs> yeah.
2: What was best though about your man who's supposed to be a lawyer was saying, I'm not a cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just in case that they thought it was. It's just just a to case clarify, I yeah. into a cat, yeah.
2: I've had the vaccine the- yesterday or something and it turned me into a cat. The best part was the
1: cat's just panicked eyes as well as looking frantically <laughs> around trying to turn off the Zoom. <laughs>
0: We move on to the next uh, news story. Uh, This is from Canberra, Australia. A koala has been rescued after causing a five-car pileup while trying to cross a six-lane freeway in southern Australia. Police said the crash uh, in heavy Monday morning traffic in the city of Adelaide caused some injuries, but no one required an ambulance. The animal's rescuer said she got out of her car to investigate what had caused the pileup. Nadia Tugwell, with her coat in hand, teamed up with a stranger clutching a blanket in a bid to capture the marsupial. A concrete highway divider had blocked the koala's crossing. The koala was absolutely not damaged in any way, Tugwell said. It was very active, but very calm. Once the koala was in her trunk, Tugwell drove to a gas station to turn the animal over to wildlife rescuers. In the interim, the koala was able to climb from the trunk into her SUV's cabin. They decided to come to the front towards me, so I said, OK, you stay here and I'll get out. It started sitting for a while on the steering wheel, uh, as if saying, let's go for a drive, and that's when I started taking photos. Tugwell said she'd learned from past spirits how to calm koalas by covering their eyes. She lives near Eucalyptus Forest outside Adelaide and is twice called animal handlers to rescue koalas injured in fights with other koalas. I like how that story went from a five-car pile-up to just talking about the koala. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the people no <laughs> idea like four dead in five-car pile-up. <laughs>
1: I like that they they really clarified and really hammered home that the fact that the koala wasn't injured. Yeah, because <laughs> like, that's everyone's important. first thought. Never mind the, the, the people in the six cars involved in the pile-up. Nobody cared about them. Everyone's like Was the koala okay? Yeah.
2: Poor old koalas. Everyone got to kind of love koalas. That's all I was thinking. Seems like about 40,000 years ago that Australia was on fire early last year because of everything that happened. That was
0: literally a year ago. Yeah. (laughs) Which is the scariest, but it does feel like about five years ago. Yeah.
2: It's mad. Everything feels like
1: five years ago. Yeah. Everything from before March last year (laughs) feels like five years ago. Everything from March on, is just like, it's been one massive... Mm -hmm. COVID blur and everything from like January to March was like a billion and
0: five years ago I can't remember, it's mental Normality Ugh. We move on to the next thing, I want to find out lads if you'd ever try this All right. So uh, this week we've seen a lot of food combinations that we never expected including baked beans on Weetabix but if you haven't <laughs> seen enough yet and you can cope with some more, then let us direct you to a TikTok video about shreddies that's caused a bit of a stir the serial fanatics behind Lon- London's popular serial killer cafe, Alan and Gary Curie, have been sharing videos of their own unique cereal creations, and one has garnered a lot of attention. In a clip, they can be seen pouring frosted shreddies into a bowl, but instead of adding milk to the mix, they begin pouring orange juice over the top. A voiceover says, OK, TikTok, we all know that Treddy cereal tastes better with orange juice on top of it, but if you add cream to it, it takes it to an awesome level of tasty. Don't believe me, just duet this and tell me this ain't the shit. As this is said, whipped cream is squirted over the top of the cereal and juice and the whole thing is branded a tasty dessert. Uh, One person replied, the grannies didn't slave away for you to put orange juice on it. Another said, this is a war crime and I'm contacting Geneva. And another person said, please say this is a joke.
1: (laughs) I would give that a go because I like all of those things separately, like shreddies are class. Mm. Orange juice is class. Frosted is even frosted treddies, yeah. even better because you can, you can't do it enough sugar in your diet, you and know. then like cream, cream is class. So putting all those things together sounds like a no-brainer. I would try that if it was in front of me right here, right now.
0: What I'm thinking is some sort of oaty, wheaty super split. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, might be. <laughs> yeah, you
1: could actually. Do you know what we could take this a step further and like get a like. Shredded wheat, as opposed to Shreddies, and stick mm. popsicle sticks in the bottom of the, the shredded wheat. There you go. stouse them in orange juice, like soak them in orange juice. Then put the cream yeah. on top
2: and
0: then eat them like an ice loll. Is it an ice loll if it's? <laughs> That's something they haven't done before. Is put you know wheat into ice creams. No. I think you're onto something, Rory. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: We should give it a go. Then you could
1: freeze them. You could put ice, yeah. You could put ice cream into the shredded wheat. Mm. freeze them, soak them in oranges then top them, take them, I'm thinking about this way too much. Yeah. We
0: may need to cut, maybe we may need to cut this out of the podcast for copyright reasons. If we're <laughs> going to start developing this. <laughs>
1: yeah, we hold all the copyrights to our frozen, yeah. Yeah. frozen shredded wheat orange. <laughs> orange bicycles, we'll
2: know got the we idea. Will make,
1: we will make millions.
0: It just reminds me of uh, one time in college, I think you were there, Rory, and I think Steve was. Steve was definitely there in the canteen, and uh, I think Steve gave me a euro to eat uh, a dairy milk bar covered in curry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was it right, right? Was it hot curry
2: or was it just like leftover curry? Uh, it was, the crappy curry they used to have in the canteen. I don't imagine it was
0: the leftover crappy curry they gave. You know, you like I think it was like you get chips and curry for fifty p. <laughs>
1: those little days and those chips were never cooked properly but um, no.
0: but did it melt the chocolate is what I'm getting at. no it kind of from what I remember because I remember I took about I took one bite and it wasn't too bad and then the longer is the longer is my mouth the worse it was the worse it was it didn't melt it it just kind of made the top of the chocolate very kind of stodgy oily or something and yeah I didn't last long that's all I can say is the
2: but you weren't um, the
0: euro I don't even think you gave me the euro, Steve.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Classic, Steve.
0: I'm sure I lost in whatever whatever that game we used to play in the canteen.
2: Which one was that? Pass the pigs. Oh, Porky
0: Pig. No, not Porky pass Pig. the pigs. Pass the pigs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The greatest game movie. of all time. Yeah, they have a big garden version of that now these days with two giant inflatable pigs.
0: Yeah. For the Do they? 30s. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely worth getting. Because you could play that while social distancing. <laughs> you
2: could. You hope for a double snow for you. after every turn, though.
0: Go down to Turner's Cross Stadium and just have a giant uh, Pass the Pigs tournament. You could. you could have four players in a stand each. <laughs> 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 we'll move on to... Uh, all, actually, this story, no, I didn't want to go into it okay. actually gets really disturbing but we'll go for the start of it The bodybuilder who married his sex doll now wants several other wives after his first one broke Yuri Tluchko from Kazakhstan was surrounded by loved ones when he tied the knot with Margot the plastic woman tragically just weeks into their happily ever after Margot broke the unfortunate incident has led Yuri to double down on his lifestyle choices and pursue more sex dolls Yuri said I don't want Margot to break down again and that means I have to unload her I decide that I could have several wives. This tradition exists in some Eastern cultures. I'm currently considering two options. I got, acqua- I got acquainted online with another sex doll. How the hell? I even decided to fly to her to meet her. She lives in Moscow, but they didn't let me out of the airport because of the quarantine. Yuri also has other ventures on his mind. He's keen to sexual experiment with a big chicken, albeit not a live one. He continued, it will be such a sex toy, he will have a vagina and a dick, and I can't wait for her. And that's I'm going to have to stop it there, because it just gets way more disturbing after yeah. it. It goes into done. detail about the chicken, and I'm just, Thanks yeah.
1: For that, on it, yeah. Um, that sounds like a sequel to Lars and the Real Girl.
0: Yeah, just way more disturbing.
1: <laughs> yeah, and not as cutesy and folksy unless, was it Ryan Reynolds? Who's in that? Was Ryan, it Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling.
0: Who still manages to get mentioned every podcast, even when we don't mean it. No.
1: <laughs> well, Ryan Gosling is awesome.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I just, I when I got to the chicken bit, I was like, okay, and then the rest of the story just got way too much into him rubbing meat all yeah. over himself and stuff. So, no thanks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's the news. I can't think of anything much else that's been happening. You know,
1: whenever you talk to people these days and say, do you have any news? And you're like,
0: no. no. I'm sitting at home. That's all I do. I don't.
1: Any plans for the weekend? Yeah. The same thing I did all week. sit in and watch Netflix.
0: Yeah, lads. At least you're not single. That's all I can say because it's a living hell. Yeah. What
2: about homeschooling? <laughs> that
1: like... or how's that going for you? Sorry,
2: Steve. How's the homeschooling going for
1: you? Um. Yeah, she's teaching me a lot. But <laughs> am <laughs> uh, Yeah, it's hard going. It's it's, it's hard to keep um five year old focused on school <laughs> work when they're sat at home, and there's like Netflix here and toys there. It's it's hard. It's hard doing like. But, um have to do what we were doing um colours in irish this week and we were learning all about the letter l and we what else did we do um we made a polar bear
2: out of newspaper and uh, yeah it's exciting stuff yeah yeah you're learning too you're learning as you go too about the letter l
1: but it's also proven to be whatever teachers it- Whatever teacher's are being paid, it's certainly not near enough. I only have no. one child to teach at home and they have 30 in a class, up to 30 in a class. So whatever teacher's yeah. getting paid, no. they deserve every penny of it. They're for fantastic. My, my, They're amazing Myself
2: people. and Adam used to coach young fellas for an hour a week and we were like, "Nah, there's no way I could teach these lads for five hours a day. Yeah, unbelievable. It's, just, no.
1: it's hard to keep their focus on any one thing for more than two or three minutes. <laughs>
2: That must be all the teachers are doing all day, is trying to get one person to focus and then move to the next person. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Those poor teachers. <laughs> yes, they definitely deserve
2: yeah.
0: way more money. All of them, all the way up. Because, like, I'm thinking about when we were teenagers and in school, like, yeah. dealing with pretty teenage boys, like, <laughs> yeah, good fun. I'd no say. way, teachers. Yeah, alone
2: with what they had to deal with when we were in college.
0: Not yet. <laughs> that's, even, that's even when we should have known better
1: well on the rare time I turned up for college
0: uh, yeah yeah <laughs> we did live so I, I,
1: I, I lived the closest to the college and I was always the latest and I was always like the, the one who was there at the least I live <laughs> and yet you're
0: it. the one who's probably, probably the most successful in radio out all of us
1: <laughs> it's just a pure fluke man
0: <laughs> so game shows Game shows We're going back to our youth again shows. This is a very kind of um, A very nostalgic episode I think Yeah mm. It
2: is And um, The game shows we grew up with And there, there was a lot of them Because that's all That used to be on the TV When you had about three channels and Exactly And That's all you got Was game
0: shows So, Saturday, so when, Saturday evening especially was just game shows Game shows Game shows When you
1: think of Saturday evening In the, the early 90s What's the first game show That comes to your head
0: Gladiators Yeah <laughs> And that's not even a property of game show. No.
1: <laughs> that was more an athletic prowess competition, wasn't it? It
0: cool. was really, yeah. To be fair, yeah. um, and also you bet. You bet was great, yeah. I went from um... blankety
1: blank and big break were the two that immediately came to my head.
0: Oh, big break, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm gonna be snookering you tonight. Um, which was great and it's very is it just me or is it very hard to find repeats of that on Dave or whatever am I'm I just imagining that um,
0: it's Jim Davidson I yeah. think and I, and I, I don't thinking, like to repeat Jim Davidson too much heavily censored
2: out of it which
1: is tough when he's the whole um, miss well <laughs> yeah I mean like the best part of that was uh, John Virgo's trick shots
0: yeah he always yeah very good I'd love to know how many takes he took because it made like they One. were always really really One. good to be fair
1: one John Virgo is a consummate pro. He just needed one take.
0: He just needed the one. Yeah, yeah.
1: sometimes not even one take. It just happened automatically.
0: Yeah, it's always great when they'd have
2: like two like world champion snooker players, and then a guy that barely gets past the second round. Then you're like, oh for fuck's sake, we get stuck with him. No, yeah.
0: One guy is Ronnie O'Sullivan, the other guy Stephen Hendry, and then someone else is like some fella from Malta or something. <laughs>
1: yeah. Guy from the scores two. <laughs> two.
0: Run <laughs> around so the table. So, yeah, so that the, yes, and the generation game was Saturday night as well, I think, wasn't it?
2: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had the, the weird conveyor belt of prizes.
0: In fairness, oh, right, to, to ITV
1: and BBC around that era, they, they smashed it out of the park with game shows like that. I mean, like, Saturday night was kind of like game show night and um, just... The way they like, they've they've obviously struck a chord with us because I mean, like, obviously that was our rage. again. Lack of channels, it's all we could watch. But like, the way they did them, the way they made them, the way they just grabbed your attention, even for like subjects that you like, people might not be interested in, like snooker. Like people yeah. say, oh, I don't like snooker, but I don't like big, uh, but I enjoy big breaks. You know that kind of way.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think, but that was it. It was a captive audience. You know, there wasn't that many channels, so you had like probably about eight, ten million people tuning in.
2: Mad amount of people they used to watch it. You think of, like, Catchphrase. There's another one they used to be
0: on. Catchphrase was an earlier Saturday thing. That was, like, when you came in from town. (laughs) (laughs) and whatever you bought from Rory at Hills. Yeah,
2: around dinner time. For me and Hills. Yeah. And was Uh, Blind Date on a Friday or a
0: Saturday? uh, That was a Saturday as well, I think.
2: They found anything else on Saturdays other than game shows.
0: Was there ever any murderers on Blind Date, Steve?
2: There's no murderers on Blind. Well, not on the English version, but absolutely on the American version. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm very surprised at that because some of them were definitely uh, yeah. on, on a couple of lists. I'd say,
2: yeah, definitely. But it was it was one of the greatest things about Blind day too was um, when, like, the wall would come back and you'd see the look on one or the other's face, and they were just like so <laughs> disappointed with their decision because <laughs> they'd have seen <laughs> the other two already. <laughs> Maybe like, oh,
1: jeez. Yeah, actually, on a slight tangent to that, I watched um, the Office Christmas special over Christmas, funnily enough, oh, and yeah. they do the the blind date segment in that <laughs> when Ricky Gervais comes in dressed as uh Austin Powers. Yeah. And it's got the guy from the, the mortgage ads, and it's got a uh, bubble from... Uh, oh, bubble, Howard from the Halifax ads. Yeah. yeah uh, from Big Brother,
0: from, yeah. Bubble from Big Brother,
1: <laughs> like, you know. Um, but yeah, I was reading actually recently, funny enough, about Blind Dead and about Scylla Black herself, who apparently wasn't very liked and wasn't a particularly oh, no. um, nice person off camera.
0: She is uh, notoriously the most hated celebrity on British Airways. Yeah. For, around, among the stewards and stewardesses, apparently she she would just scream at them for no reason and just be awful to them. And it's lucky we can say this now because she's dead. Like so, <laughs> apparently she was an awful person altogether. Her and Dale completely, uh, in, <laughs> completely entitled and uh, yeah, believed in her own her own genius. Yeah. When other people used to write her songs for her, and she just did blind date and surprise, oh surprise, surprise, surprise,
1: surprise, surprise. Which will you... always stick
0: in my head because my dad always used to sing along to the tune Surprise, Surprise with dog shit in your eyes. <laughs> that would make you remember it, all right. Yeah. Which would be quite surprising if you did get dog shit in your eyes, to be fair. That would be painful, I'd imagine. It would be quite painful. Uh, we were, myself and Steve, were looking at some uh, of some You Bet episodes over the week. You Bet was um, a
2: crazy one. Do you remember You Bet at all? Vaguely, vaguely I remember in the you, 80s It was Brucey used to do it, and then I think it was Matthew Kelly took over. Um, but it was it was mad. they you'd have three well celebrities. Sometimes they did have big enough names on it, but usually not. And they'd all champion some guy trying some ridiculous record, and the audience would vote. And depending how many the audience voted for, you would win that point if he got it or not. And there was forfeits if your guy didn't achieve it, and some of them were kind of nuts.
0: The, 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 well, the one we watched was like some sort of off road vehicle was going up in some stilts yeah. with the dinner table on the back of it. <laughs> <And> the guy <laughs> the had to go the over table. the stilts and, yet, and not spill any yeah. of the wine or the soup on the table.
2: Yeah, while driving up over this platform in three minutes. It was yeah. riveting TV, I have to say. And then you, the guy, didn't you? The guy was guessing all the Grand National horses where they finished in the race. Yeah. And then you had a guy on a glider who was trying to burst balloons doing a loop de loop, which didn't seem didn't dangerous at all. There's no way health and safety would have allowed that.
0: Health and safety was, yeah, was a bit lacking back in those days, I'd say. The
2: glider had to be about five feet off the ground to burst the balloons at speed.
0: <laughs> it's like, this can't end well.
2: Yeah, it's a crazy show. I remember there was one that I can vaguely remember of a guy that was like had a memory and they had like him sitting on a tennis chair with like hundreds of tennis balls out in front of him and they blindfolded him and took away like five tennis balls and he had to figure out where the five were taken away from or they added five or something. I think they added five and he picked out the five they'd added. They had just, it was crazy. It was like those mental things or those physical challenges. And they had a guy on a BMX bike, didn't they, in that one we saw as well? Yeah. Like two minutes to go over, like a load of like miniature horse riding kind of jumps in two minutes. But at the start, they're asking him about, you know, oh, you've been a mountain biker, you're a mountain biker and you're good at the jumps. How long have you been mountain biking? He said, just under about two years. He's not what you would call an expert, I'd say, at that stage. He's yeah. only been there for about two years. And they they have him trying to break world records. And he didn't. And you love that scene. It reminds me
0: of it was there was a show that might have been just a little bit before my time, but I remember I vaguely remember being on the news. And it was the late, late breakfast show with Noel Edmonds. And it was kind of a bit like you bet, but even a hundred times more dangerous. <laughs> someone, someone actually died when they were making it. They bet, they, they bet him that he could do bungee jumping, and they didn't, uh, they didn't apply it properly, and he died. Uh, yeah, and then there was another one. So, uh, so there had been concern that the stunts uh, on the show were too dangerous. Um, (laughs) Rightly so (laughs) Indeed the BBC was twice threatened with legal action By the health and safety executive to stop planned stunts Such as plucking a member of the public from an exploding chimney by helicopter Uh, And on the 10th of September 1983 Stunt driver Richard Smith fractured his pelvis And injured his head, neck and back After crashing at 225 kilometres an hour During one such live stunt An attempt to leap more than 230 feet in a car that one I've seen. You could look at it on YouTube, and uh, weirdly enough, John Peel is the 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 roving reporter on it. And he's standing in the crowd, and uh, he's the man him goes him. to do the jump, and the car literally lands about about a meter away from the crowd. Ah oh, well,
2: that's
0: what It was, <laughs> what like, you want when you it was literally game, like so. health and safety. He was like nah, should be grand, should sure, we let we him jump. Run, yeah.
2: remember, this? We remember Challenge Annika? Challenge Annika was the same. I mean, she'd show up. She'd have seventy-two hours to turn away, stump into like a kid's playground, no planning permission. Nothing was <laughs> with the tender, the player will probably fall <laughs> apart after those
0: three days. Was Chan Janica, Janica. the woman the helicopter as well, was it? Yeah, she came come
2: in, she had like 72 hours to get people to do favours for free and get builders to make something for free in 72 hours. they be building like youth centres and things like that, no planning permission from the council or anything, we will just build a community centre. Why not? Like, and apparently some of them, most of them stood to the test the time. But a, a few I don't them, know. What you didn't see
0: after after they stopped recording was just them pulling down the youth centre again. Yeah,
2: probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was probably like um the town at the end of Blazing Saddles. It's just all like fronts, like, you know, to make <laughs> yeah. it look like it's real, like, you know. And then it's just like it's down at the end of
0: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but um, um, so of, um, Bull, Bullseye was another kind of sports based quiz show. Well, that was on a that, Sunday that, evening.
1: That's probably the pinnacle of, like, 80s and 90s game shows, really, isn't it? It was.
0: Really. It's probably it's the like, one I think everyone remembers the best, I would say. Yeah.
1: But, like, we all love darts, obviously, like, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, from a game show perspective, it's just, it's got everything. It's got um the most charismatic host you will ever see in your entire life. It's got darts. It's got, like, you know, these larger-than-life darts players. It's got the worst prizes you'll ever see in your entire life tiny payouts it's got 80s mullets it's got 90s terrible fashion it has everything you want in a half an hour of entertainment
0: I know and even the studio audience look like they were busting from an old folks home or something
1: <laughs> <laughs> they certainly do
2: the money they were playing for was so <laughs> tiny and, and Jim Bowen was uh, was attempting his best anyway to uh, keep it going um,
1: Jim was the greatest because these guys who'd come up um, they're obviously like just like guys from like local pubs and clubs and stuff like and they, they seem to have like very limited social skills and all of a sudden they're in front of like these massive bright lights camera in their face uh, two or three hundred people in the crowd and you've got Jim Bone asking them questions about what they do it was the yeah. 80s in the north of England they were by and large unemployed like you know what I mean pretty much
0: unemployed so they, but they he never judged like, them because of that though. that's no, what I liked about Jim Bone he never great. judged them
1: absolutely brilliant and he was very good at just that natural patter and that's just that like natural warmth that can't be faked I mean like you can't fake genuine warmth that Jim had and he was he had that and when he was dealing with people who were, who were very very shy and stuff like that he was able to like get a smile out of them and, and put them at ease and that's a very very rare skill to have
0: so Jim Bowen really was great um, his jokes were appalling though has to be said
1: that was part of the charm though
0: it was part of the charm to be fair. Yeah, even the and, uh, audience to go on his jokes,
1: and I was with the, the BFH joke at the, just before yeah. the first ad break. <laughs> BFH, as you bus fair home,
0: bus fair home, and every week. But that's why people loved it though. it's like yeah. a, a nice warm blanket, the same jokes every week. It was,
1: it was funny then watching him. Um, in that episode of Phoenix Nights that he was in because he just didn't look like Jim Bowen. It was weird. He had, I don't know what it was.
0: Yeah, weird uh, wig on, didn't he, (laughs) I think.
1: Yeah, it was the toupee was just like, it was abysmal and like, he still had that charm and wit, like obviously, but it just didn't seem like Jim Bowen. Do
0: you think that was kind of a little, um, little payback for Peter Cabe probably getting so popular off his bullseye bit (laughs) in (laughs) stand-up comedy, which is very good to be fair to him. You remember?
2: Uh, Yeah, that,
1: that bit's fantastic.
2: Yeah, the first series of Bullseye though before they brought in uh, was that Tony Green they brought in to help with the adding up of the scores when Jim Bowen was trying to add oh, yeah. the scores and he was going up to the board and moving the darts and checking and it was taking him way too long to
0: pulling come. the darts out by by the side yeah. <laughs> wrecking the darts as a <laughs> You, you
1: scored 21
0: He just couldn't do that He's taking about five minutes to add up what was what was scored Yeah that,
2: That's like well, we said if he was, was,
1: so if he was scoring our games it wouldn't take him that long yeah. No. Yeah. Three. <laughs> you scored notes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that first series did it set up the other series when they'd go to the commercial break and he'd say it'll take me the length of the commercial break count this
0: out, this like 33 quid or something that the last had won. <laughs> 33 quid. But <laughs> I did like I always did like that he, he had the money in his back in his back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Tax it was like it was
1: his own personal money that he was giving you. <laughs> it
0: was. Most quizzes you never see the money that they're giving, but in bullseye, yeah. nah, it's there with the, yeah. there with the tankard. Yeah.
1: Bendy, the bendy bullies and the tankards, and Jim's water fucking fivers coming out of his pocket. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> brilliant.
0: I actually think Jim Bone used to go to the petrol station before the recording and he used to get his money turned into fivers. <laughs> 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 So myself and Steve, uh, back in the days when we used to live, uh, when we used to live together—not like that—in Kent Road, um, we spent a lot of time watching repeats of Bullseye on Challenge. Yeah. Challenge, probably, definitely one of the best uh, channels out there. Um, Very good. Very good. And it was—it was like constantly, like it used to be on like midnight, wasn't it? Yeah, it would be on midnight. And they'd have loads of. Things. It'd be about six episodes in a row or something. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and my God, some of the prizes were awful. And then they wouldn't gamble them either, like
0: because the prices gamble, gone. gamble, gamble. gamble. Like some of the stuff there was like, yeah, a tease made. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you've got got this one of those press. Big,
0: one of those big uh, dressers that you get in your grandmother's kitchen yeah. with all the drawers and all, and the little kind of glass cabinets for the for the good the good china and the good, the good, glasses. <laughs> the good glasses. I, I watched yeah. an episode. you got the, other
2: the stereo day. cassettes. Yeah, one of the episodes the other day, and there was a decent price for time. It was a video cassette recorder, and they were talking about how you could record seven different programs from seven different channels across seven days. So, you know, I
1: do your There wasn't even seven channels back then, like, there
2: wasn't. I think it's like you could record one show a day across seven days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's nothing better though when you just want that kind of like comfort blanket of a show to watch in the evening. It's been a long day, it's cold, yeah. it's windy. You just want something that'll make you feel good. And you're like, Bullseye. Bullseye, bullseye. never fails to put a smile on
0: your no, face. No. Ever. That's it. Small, small. Tweet. Yeah, you don't want something that's going to challenge you. You just want to enjoy it. And probably the only game show that it always seemed like if. That ever was? Gave away a caravan as a spare prize. Constantly gave away caravans,
1: caravans and speedboats, and yeah, yeah especially if they were living to...
0: in like Doncaster or something like that. powerboat <laughs> yeah. 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 oh, like, and like, Berlin, you know, in
2: the speed boat for the two lads.
1: Powerboat.
0: <laughs>
1: I know. and the lads gone. All right. Yeah, thanks very much. The... But, no, but then you know, like, time... a street,
0: like as you're saying, it's like two buddies from a pub or something like that. Yeah. And if they did with a car, who gets the car? Yeah, <laughs> That's a good point, Or do they just sell, just sell it off?
2: They probably just sell it off. Or who gets the boat or the caravan? The two families go caravanning together in a tiny little
1: caravan. Build. I think I remember reading an interview with Jim Bowen, and he said that there was always like the cash alternative was available as well. Like, so I mean, like, what are you going to do with like two fellas with a speedboat, like living in the exactly. Midlands? Like, you know what I mean? So, I think they could take the cash prize, which yeah. I don't think so, was quite the same value as the prize that they were offering.
0: Yeah, do you remember the episode? So, Jim one? was making clear profit there, and it was, um,
2: <laughs> it
0: was the two lads won
2: it and it was like a, it was like a shopping spree for the family is what they'd won and they had the weird models out in clothes and things it was one of the most <laughs> places they'd ever had on bullseye
0: <laughs> now i'm starting to think if, they, if people always took the cash prize was the caravan that they brought they wheeled out just the same caravan every time probably they
2: Possibly, never got yeah. rid of it <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: I, kept think it they, I think they You're
2: probably had like four everything. prizes they used to give out, and depending whether you won or not, they'd wheel out something. Yeah. <laughs> the lads also do you know what was my quick you know of my
1: favorite car. as well was um when people didn't win the star prize, the sad bullseye theme in the minor du,
2: key. Du, 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 du,
1: du. I have been <laughs> looking to find like that on YouTube somewhere or anywhere, and I can't find like you know, the you've lost music anywhere. Yeah
0: it was it was very good. i think it was like in a minor key and slower which yeah. is always and the sign of did, music did, did
1: he shake his head or am i imagining that he Hopefully
0: did he did he definitely yeah. did or he put his hand over his head like that
2: <laughs> that was all that was it yeah and he used to walk with his book for the spelling off he was spelling uh, yeah jim would do that <laughs> yeah yeah where the spellings used to be uh the spellings used to be ridiculous <laughs> that was stated yeah. Spell, bus stop yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> B U S S G O P yeah. John walked down to the shop and got whatever spell shot.
1: <laughs> for fourteen pound.
0: <laughs> and so there was um, there was a story a few years ago about Bullseye that yeah. um someone was watching the repeat on challenge, I think. Yeah. This was like years later after what happened, and they recognized a guy who was wanted yeah. for murders. Mm. And he ended up being caught because of that person watching yeah. Bullseye on Challenge years later.
1: Was it was interesting because he recognised him from like police sketches and stuff, wasn't it? He had like um, the yeah. the mullet. It uh, was yeah. the inspector on the case, or an inspector on the case, or something like that. And he saw, it and he was like, "Wait a second. Yeah, he
2: d- he was a guy by the name of John Cooper, and he killed a brother and sister. And um, in 1985, and then four years later, it was he was on bullseye. They have it up here and two months after being on bullseye, he killed two more people, which was Peter and Gwenda yes. Dixon. And it was um, it was that murder that they had the sketch from. from
0: he didn't want a speedboat to escape, did he? Yes, yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he uh, managed to find a canal or a fjord somewhere and just.
1: Or an off. inlet. There's always an inlet.
0: But he was only arrested in 2009. That's crazy,
2: you know, and they were able to use DNA evidence then to trace him back, but that, that's how they call him was the, the sketch, because whatever way the sketch was drawn, he took a very similar pose in one part. Of yeah, the other
0: when you when he was throwing the darts or something, yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, there so you there know. you go. I mean, like, that's it, like watching bullseye on challenge can actually, you know, it Sol- can, uh, can oh, nice. you know, solve What's cases.
2: You're wanted for, <laughs> you're wanted for murder, but the draw bullseye, like.
0: You know? I know. I'm gonna risk. No, it. You, you really want your twelve your twelve pounds in a microwave oven. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the
1: microwave oven. Uh, are we all in agreement though, that bullseye is the greatest game show from the eighties and nineties, or does anyone have um, one that they prefer? No, I think it's
2: it's, no, I, think it's I think it's definitely the best. There's other ones that were great. Like blockbusters used yeah. to be a lot of fun.
1: Because
2: mm. it was it was kind of like uh, it was always teenagers on blockbusters,
0: wasn't it? That they seemed to be like 18 year olds. Yeah. yeah. Does I always it thought it was very unfair, though, having two on one. Two on one, yeah.
2: And they only had to get one extra question right. It wasn't
0: like the, you know. Yeah, it was a strange yeah. one. And it was never Does good after Bob Holness left.
1: No, no. No, it wasn't. No. Bob Holness was great as well. He was another one of the greats.
0: Yeah. He was. Of course, famously, uh, he was a James Bond at one stage. Yeah, was he the first James On board? the radio. I'm not sure if he was the first, that might be a myth, but he definitely was a James Bond on one of the radio uh, recordings of y it. Island, South
2: Africa or
0: something. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Probably something he didn't want to talk about too much, you know, doing Casino Island in Apartheid South Africa. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> but he's he but there? after Bob Holness, there was Michael Aspel did it for a while, and then Lisa Tarbuck did it for like yeah. three episodes when it came back in Sky for like three weeks. yeah. yeah. They, they, a, the, magic, the magic was
2: gone what? The yeah, actually of,
0: speaking of shows that
1: come back Bullseye's return with Dave Spikey was just
0: didn't work see the problem there was was that it was ironic
2: yeah
0: and that's one thing you would say about Bone was that he was never ironic
1: no, he was authentic yeah and they still had the same crappy prizes that you get in the 80s and 90s and it just yeah. fell flat no. he didn't have the same charm or wit or warmth no. that, that. well again that's going to be impossible because yeah. Jim's, yeah. The, Jim's the master of that but like the yeah. comeback was just so flat
0: Bad. It was, it was just, yeah, it was just when people are looking at it as a joke as opposed to an actual quiz that's yeah. that's it, like, you know, people aren't going to take it show. seriously, and I remember I watched a couple of episodes and I just, yeah, it wasn't for me
2: See, Another show that came back that didn't really work out was one of Adam's favourites on the first one, with uh, Going for Gold they rebooted that
0: once, but it was all British
2: people
0: oh, yeah. No oh, good and it can never come back now because of Brexit Yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was half the fun of Going For Gold, it was like the European yeah, Union Yeah, it was
2: like, lads, look, we're all the same in Europe It was pretty much a propaganda for the EU <laughs> It was
0: it? They even had a giant gold coin with Europe on it It was like a precursor to the euro
2: Yeah, that's the start. getting used to this euro coin now <laughs>
0: <laughs> And of course, the, probably one of the best, uh, the best trivia about Going For Gold was uh, And I'm sure you, everyone knows this, but yeah. who wrote the theme tune to Going For Gold?
2: What he was Hans
0: Zimmer, wasn't it? Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. The man who did, what well, did he do, the Batman soundtracks?
1: Batman's, and the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah.
0: Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. You know. But he, he, he made a good bit of, of money off going for gold. Yeah, proudest work, I think it's his best work. Yeah. It's, it's, it's his best it, for me. Can really? you sing it for us, Adam? <laughs> um, What is it? I could. <laughs> but he might be singing. Hold on, I have to think of the words now. So even some of the words <laughs> didn't make sense. I'm sure that. They, they sang it in different languages for other things. but the like Champions had, League song. Yeah. yeah. And the the heat is on, on the time is right. <laughs> it's time for you, for you to play the game. Peep. I can't, I'm gone. And it ended with going and going for gold. Yeah, that's
1: the only part I can remember.
0: Yeah. I'd always thought it was very unfair that they had Henry Kelly hosting it as well. Yeah. Because he spoke quite quickly in an Irish accent, <laughs> yeah. I and mean, if you're from Luxembourg, <laughs> you're going to be screwed-like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What is this? Period. <laughs> yeah. What a show. It was a great
2: show. I don't know. It was race? one of those
0: rare ones. It was a, lun- a lunchtime quiz. Lunchtime quiz, yeah. So um, you could only, like, if you're a kid, you could only really watch it if you're off sick from school. <laughs> yeah, Brave, um, yeah you'd yeah. have going for gold and then then you'd have sons and daughters on after you just have to turn it off
1: does the crystal maze count as a game show
0: i think so i think you know, like the, the classic version definitely yeah but i think it's one of the few quizzes where they changed host and it wasn't you know it didn't immediately no you no know, turn terrible yeah mm. your man ed through the pole wasn't too bad no, he, he was no Richard O'Brien, but he was he was okay. Like yeah.
1: and Richard a- Aoadi wasn't terrible in the reboot, but I thought again the reboot kind of fell a little bit flat. But Richard yeah. O'Brien was the king, he just had like this I don't care attitude and <laughs> this mysterious kind of divinement kind of yeah. to him. And he just seemed to enjoy like he seemed to really enjoy hosting the show, and that was that really came across.
0: That no, really was. I think the best thing about Chris Connese is when you were younger, it just seemed like this amazing place you know like mm. even though it's probably just a warehouse in an industrial park but it was like it was, you know yeah. it's actually, you know when they were going between the zones for oh, the yeah. uh the, the ad break that was amazing like you were like going up ladders and going across um and rope bridges and things
1: a contestant on it um wrote a very in-depth article about his experience on it it was filmed over two days um like there were so many cuts and breaks to the action because you think it's all seamless but like you'd go into yeah. a room cut cameras would yeah. go in reposition do the next you know you, and who am i talking about like shots and stuff like that like but like it, it, it's it makes sense now when you think about it but like yeah think about it then like you just want it all to be like this one thing but like it took two days this guy got locked in he ended up going back to a cabin to watch like old vhs as well the rest of them played the game and they didn't. <laughs> buy him out. i think they didn't buy him out afterwards
0: <laughs> all the bastards you know I used to like that, actually, when the people were locked in, and I'm sure they probably did it just after he was locked in. They used to go to a cutaway of the guy being bored inside in the, the room he was locked in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just sitting there, oh, like there Steve that. McQueen, throwing yeah. a baseball against the wall. Yeah.
0: <laughs> was dinner in through the
2: door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One thing we haven't really spoken about is um, quizzes on Irish TV. Of course, we all would have grown up with an RT. They were never of the quality of the the British ones because they didn't have the budget, really, I suppose. We have Where Um, in the World. Where in the World with Theresa Lowe, Lowe. I mean. They could only afford to do one subject.
2: Yes.
1: Um, I suppose you had the lyrics board.
0: Oh, my God, the lyrics board.
2: Blackboard Jungle.
1: Which was something, I guess.
0: The thing about the lyrics board, and it was always seemed like, you know, it was always like, you you know, if you turn on, and be like, oh, God. But apparently, RT developed that and they've sold it to like 20 countries. i never seen that good an idea to me. It was like, what, two captains had a piano, yeah, and they got a bit of a piece of music or something. Was it
1: they got like a f- phrase with a word and they had to sing a war? They had to, that su- was it, was kind of like hangman and there was like blank spaces, yeah, and you put up a word and you'd have to sing a song containing that word and then the first person to guess the entire
0: lyric got the prize okay My, that seems very complicated
2: Yeah, that does, does a, sound a bit probably exactly how it, it.
1: now I could be making that up as well also Irish Quiz Show's Blackboard Jungle, ah, hang on a second hang on a second I was on a quiz show on RTE
0: were
1: you? I was to
0: uh, this is a fuzzy concepts exclusive yeah
1: <laughs> it's only coming back to me now there was an irish language um quiz show for primary school students called eureka which oh, was oh yeah I vaguely remember dara, um, dara old, something no, not Darrell Breen. It was Dara Dara something. He was a guy from the Out. He had um, curly hair. Oh, nice yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, The, um, the, the game, was it? The, the things
2: as well. I can't remember his name. Dara something. Or was it Dara? No.
1: It could have been. I can't remember his name. <laughs> I'll have to Google it there because that will annoy me now if I go and find out his name. But um, You know
0: that we're going to be searching YouTube for that episode now.
1: It's not what on there. And I had it on VHS... And obviously I lost it. I was the team captain.
2: yeah.
1: Um, and it was just like a couple of rounds of general knowledge, some kind of like, you know, quirky banter stuff. And um, filmed in the studio up in RT. We all got the bus up and they like, there was no big bowls of sweets in front of us and stuff like that. And there was another, they, there was two schools. Um, one was from a in Galway and um, they split the teams up. So it was like two two um two from each team so it wouldn't be competitive do you know what i mean so i was sat next to um i can was it susan from my school and then i was sat next to sean bon brannock's daughter brie Brannock um and i met sean at an event a couple of years ago and i went up to him and i was like do you remember the quiz show eureka like i sat next to your daughter on that play back in 19 whatever <laughs> it was and he went she's over there <laughs> I, I went over We had a little. Um, we had a little uh, Eureka reunion, but um, yeah. So I have quiz show experience. I've just remembered. Did you win? Yes, we did. I think what we got. Um, did you get? We got. Um, it's just really like baggy rugby top that had Eureka on it that I wore to death. Um, <laughs> I think I might have gotten a Walkman. Nice. I could be making this up um i have to find out what that presenter's name was no because that will uh tyke mcdonoghan was his name Ty
2: um
1: yeah Ty mcdonoghan he was really really nice and it was just a really nice day a really nice experience asking answering questions and stuff like that um but yeah I'm trying to remember more about it but i can't really yeah.
0: that's crazy that's Martin. You'll have to go to so, um, i would love to
1: be able to find the episode. It must be in the RT archive somewhere. Surely. If anybody knows anybody working in the RT archive archive, I'm saying it like I'm working RTE. The RTE or- archive after- <laughs> Does anybody know it? Fearcraft working in the RTE archive? <laughs> um, if anybody knows anybody working in the RTE archive, because I'm from Cork, um, send them my way because I'd love to, I'd love to see it again. Like, because I would have been 11 or 12, I would have had a step with, like, you know, the ball here.
0: Oh, yes. So probably a pair of curtains, like, you know, it's the part in the middle. Pro- properly early 90s.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. We have, um, we've got to find that. Would have been 94, 95, I'd say.
2: Must be there somewhere.
1: Got oh, but... so to find yeah. that.
2: But We
1: have to find that. veteran Rory O'Hagan Your speaking on the fuzzy concepts. <laughs>
0: So that was Eureka. What was that? Was that on? Was Tijanka around at that stage?
1: No, it wasn't. So it would have been on Archie Adore back in the day. Okay. Um, I think it was a Saturday evening, five o'clock ish. Could be making that up as well. Um, I must like talk to my other friends from school and see what they can remember about that. I'd love to see if yeah. anyone has
0: the video of it because I think that'd be class. That'd be amazing to see. Um, so that what else was there? So you'd wear in the world, Blackboard Jungle, the lyrics board. Uh, no fat was an RT quiz. That was kind of yeah. game showy, wasn't it?
1: What was that? Zag
0: and oh Is yeah, that yeah. yeah. Am I making that I, up again? I have vague memories of that. It was was the, remember, but it's very vague. It was that the, was, my was like like early early sport one. What was the sport one called? Sport one as well. that Jimmy
2: McGee George, George Hamilton. Hamilton. And Jimmy McGee and George Hamilton, yeah. What was that called? Oh, what
1: was that called? And Tracy Piggett was on it. Yeah. Yes.
0: I'm trying to think there now because I, like the I Irish keep in my head. I question. keep thinking of question a sport, but I know that's know the, the British version.
1: no. No, no, Know your sport. Know your,
0: know sport. your sport. There
1: we go. go on, I had to Google oh, it. That's not top of my head.
0: No your sport. Yeah. yeah most Irish name for
2: a quiz ever. No yours.
0: No your sport. <laughs> <laughs> sport. Um, the Krypton Factor, lads. That, that was, was very cool. um. Yeah. That was very futuristic in its day, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, run through a ridiculous kind of playground obstacle course and also land a plane in the same episode. I
0: was so obsessed with that. I think that's where my my obsession with planes came from. I just so wanted to be able to have a go off that simulator.
2: It was amazing. It was was one of the most ridiculous shows, but brilliant at the same time. I'm surprised that was just... When you've got this, like, Ireland's fittest family and these kind of shows going on these days, I'm surprised something like that hasn't made a comeback. Because It, it really
0: I'm sure it's budget these days. I'm sure they, they just don't want to go out on location to yeah. do these things.
2: And again, I'd say health and safety wasn't the main concern. And health and safety,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're riding archery and all this mad stuff and knife throwing and... Jewels to the death on yeah, the crypto factor as it, well, I'm sure.
2: Mental puzzles, and then you'd land a plane, and then you get a head start on the obstacle course or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course, there was another one myself and Steve were looking at the other day, which was Strike It Lucky.
2: Strike It Lucky, do you remember that? Like Michael Barrymore. He found a great. Uh, Strike It yeah, actually, you'll have there to was
0: an awful yeah, an awful picture of a. Uh, you know, do you remember Rory? Uh, they used to have the kind of the screens going across the stage.
1: No. You'd answer. it. no, I've no
0: or, memory of this now.
2: Yeah, one, two, or three, and you're and if you got a hot spot, you lost your prize or you could bank your prize.
0: So yeah, you had to press a big button on the thing in the Screamer cup. And unfortunately for one of them the Michael Barrymore one, one of the prizes was swimming lessons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'll leave that, Michael. Cheers. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Mike.
2: That That was a weird show too, because he was constantly running up and down steps. The whole... Oh it
0: was great I guess for Michael Barrymore. He was yeah. running around the place because he'd have to run back to the the three people who are answering the questions at on one side yeah. of it. Yeah. And it was this huge stage yeah. with steps. So you'd have to run up a load of steps to the top to the top people. Go
2: across.
0: He must have been bayed out from it. I know. I know. But again, there was a I I
2: think cash prizes in that as well as the other prize, cash prize at the end of that. But yeah. Some um some
0: mad ones. There were some uh stars in your eyes. Does that count as a game show? And
2: it was it was super super popular. Stars in their eyes.
0: Amazing how, how massive that was actually. It really yeah. was like the X factor of the day, even though it was just basically tribute acts.
2: That's it. And we also had um, one we were talking about during the week was three to one, which was the most bizarre game show. I of-
0: watched like a few episodes of that, and I still really don't understand what's going on with it. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Did they know what was going on? This it. it was. I think they had like. You watch episodes online and they're over an hour long, and that's with the commercials yeah. cut out. It was one yeah, long. really long. Because it was also like a variety show in the middle of it.
0: Where they had like. Well, yeah, a- they had sketches and things with like third rate actors. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. And like cruise ship singers coming on doing a couple of singing numbers mid rounds.
0: And then Ted Rogers used to do 3 to 1. <laughs> 3 two, 1 with his hand. <laughs> And then they the uh, have it like a riddle yeah. that they'd have to answer, but the riddles made no sense whatsoever. No. They, and you're they supposed to get like the uh, the answer out of it. And if you got the wrong answer, Dusty Bin would come out, yeah. which was this giant puppet rubbish bin mm-hmm. with a face on it. It was. It was.
2: It's really bizarre. I definitely recommend people look it up on YouTube because the only way to explain through three two one is to watch an episode because it's it's
0: yeah. off the wall. It's absolutely it crazy. And then, Another favourite was Takeshi's
1: Castle. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. The That's best it. thing about Takeshi's Castle was Craig Charles and his commentary.
0: Yeah. Because, um, again, he the reboot wasn't poked off his face in the commentary. Definitely
1: not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he seems to be really enjoying himself. But um, the reboot was with... Who did the commentary on the reboot? It was Jonathan Ross, wasn't it?
0: something like that yeah yeah
1: didn't capture was, the magic of... it lost
0: the charm The the best thing about the Craig Charles one was that the the innuendo was just
2: yeah
0: off the wall he, for like he also, show was on
1: he also wasn't condescending he wasn't kind of like laughing at the show he no. was like no. he was like enjoying the show and he was like very like he wasn't yeah. like winking at the audience like so to speak no. like from no. the voiceover booth like you know he was like this is good fun like
2: a lot of fun. And the episodes were cut together weirdly. They never seemed to follow the right pattern. They just no, know,
1: there because was always they, just they,
0: like...
2: They
1: boom. were from like six or seven different shows. They just edited together and threw it. What was your favourite game from Takeshi's cast? I think mine was Skipping Stones because the amount of hoppers they took.
0: That was good. They, yeah, I think it was that one or Knockout, you know, where they had to run through the doors. That was great. <laughs> yeah. And two of the doors were like just kind of uh, curtains and the other three doors were like solid wood and the lads would be going in head first.
2: Yeah. And what was the one with
0: the hands, when they were all dressed
1: up as giant hands and they had to jump down on top of things? Yeah, that's when like uh, Takeshi would shout a number and they'd all have to find the number and flop down on top of (laughs) it. And then there was also like, you know, when they'd dress up in Velcro and swing off rope and have to try and stick onto a wall.
0: Oh, stick onto the wall, yeah.
1: (laughs) I always thought I'd love to have a go of it.
2: Yeah.
0: I think that probably the one that probably the most pain was the um, the one where they had to cross the bridge with the lads shooting uh, balls balls at them from a cannon and like those the the cannon like there was there was serious speed off those balls like which of course Craig Charles never um, never uh, missed the opportunity to say uh, um, and there's black balls banging off that person's backside
1: There's also the maze game where like sumo wrestlers would be hiding around corners to grab people.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. And then, yeah, and weirdly, if they get caught, they get like all black stuff all over their face and thrown into water, which I never remember. <laughs> <what I'm saying. laughs>
1: and then <laughs> the end of it, they were driving like day, the lowest bumper cars in the world and shooting yeah. lasers, and I could never figure out who won or how people won. Or...
0: <clears throat> I've only ever seen someone win once, and uh, and nothing happened. They never got a prize or anything. It was just like, even Craig Charles was like, oh, he's won. And that was it, credits.
1: (laughs) Craig Charles had never seen it. He's the host of the show. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Took everyone by surprise that somebody had actually won them. (laughs)
2: The prize they had originally was expired
0: by that. So there we go. There's our wonderful nostalgic memories of uh, the many game shows that are out there. Well, there's a lot. People should, um, I think people should message in with their own. Uh, memories of game shows
2: Absolutely because yeah. I know that
0: Old uh, Lynch Threw in going for gold All right mm.
2: Which was Which was great And how we'd refer to them by their countries As opposed to their names yeah.
0: And uh Kevin McCarthy Was talking about Jim Bowen at one stage During the week as well yeah. And then, Yeah Good old Jim
2: Good old Jim Poor old Jim
0: Everyone's favourite Yeah Lady's favourite Jim Bowen <laughs> So, Steve, do you have your horoscopes?
2: I have my horoscopes here for people to see, you know, what the weekend has. Bring a little joy into people's lives. So we'll start with Aries. You love to be efficient and get things done quickly. However, sending the ransom note before the kidnapping takes place is not your best moment. <laughs> on to Taurus. It's awful when you have to travel on a bus or plane without much legroom. So good news for you, the double amputation coming your way will ensure legroom is no longer a problem. <laughs> Gemini, you're excited to see your constant nagging has worked on your roommate who seems to be finally taking an interest in cleaning. What with all the acid, bleach and plastic sheeting they've just purchased. <laughs> Cancer, having failed once again to pay your Zodiac bill, the stairs are issuing you a final warning.
0: Uh-oh. Well, that's never good. Leo.
2: The truth can be very hard to hear, especially after an accident leaves you deaf later this week. (laughs) Virgo, a horribly misplaced comma puts your heart under great strain when you begin your new 18,000 calorie (laughs) diet. (laughs) Libra, life is all about balance. Sadly, you lose your balance, resulting in a double skull fracture.
0: These are very violent this
2: week, Steve. They're bad this week, yeah. Scorpio, they say a friend will help you move. A good friend will help you move a body. You learn this week you don't have any good friends. (laughs) Sagittarius, you become a viral sensation this week when sitting around and being lazy becomes the new internet fad. (laughs) Capricorn, this weekend is perfect for office romance. Sadly, it's your weekend off. (laughs) more Aquarius while you do enjoy jazz you hate being referred to as the kind of person who listens to jazz (laughs) and finally Pisces it might be time to finally admit you can't drink your problems away that or you're not drinking enough maybe double your intake see how that goes
1: I'll give that a go I'm the Pisces
2: so there you go There's there's your horoscopes this week Thank you very much so there we go That's the way they come in That's Thanks
0: very much to Rory For coming on again yeah. It's been good to catch up lads Yeah, yeah And there's no danger of you Dying in this one Thankfully
1: No not yet anyway Not yet You not kept yet. the
0: water away From your uh, <laughs> Yeah going I'm the wrong really way, the I was
1: afraid to drink Any water in case I nearly died Just
0: in case um, Not from not one of my I jokes any, though On legal advice not that,
1: not that I get any sympathy From you guys like <laughs>
0: Well, well, this doesn't I wonder how it would work all. on Zoom that could, that could go viral on Zoom actually if the Zoom, everything else in Zoom is going viral
1: <laughs> Man chokes the dead on Zoom while friends laugh in his face I'm <laughs> going to temp some water here now yeah.
0: Won't I? nothing good I've learned
1: how to drink water since we last uh, podcasted yeah.
0: So before we go I, one last big question yeah. uh, When are we walking half the length of the country again?
1: <laughs> I'm up for it if you guys
0: are I'm not sure how long I'd last no, yeah. or Steve. Yeah. Steve, you just did. Um, I did how many steps? I did.
2: Um, I ended up with about six hundred and eleven thousand steps over thirty days. So it was about fifteen kilometers a day. A nice stroll. Fair play. But uh, fair play, yeah. is
0: right? I mean, at our age, that's that's pretty impressive, like.
2: Yeah, yeah, but you know, there you go. It's only walking at the end of the day. It's not like you know, I was you know running a marathon. It lasts about a mile. I know, but life. I'm
0: just thinking, with, like. When we walked that time up to oxygen how how many kilometers a day were we doing there it was about 30 was it about 30 25 to 30 probably oh, tw- I, yeah about 20 miles ish wasn't it yeah
1: and then playing a game of ball afterwards yeah yeah and then i would get absolutely hammered with steve's mum yeah um and be dying the next day and being very quiet about it not mentioning how much i was dying all day
0: yeah, you, could walk you, yeah you only used to really kind of perk up at around two o'clock <laughs> You be there, but in yeah. the mornings it was head down was,
1: <laughs> Head down, try not to vomit red wine back up
0: good But it's always good when you get your head down because you had oxygen um, You had a oxygen shaved in the back of your head like
1: so oh, Yeah, we got that done the day No, that was just the day before we ro- Oh, that was the it, day before was yeah, it? Oh, for, yeah, Claire shaved oxygen in the back of my head Which resulted in people randomly slapping me in the back of the head all weekend which was great, <laughs> crack. But um, we did see muse that weekend and the worst thing the very fucking worst thing about that was um, David Boy was supposed to play and I was yeah. so fucking excited to see David Bowie. Yeah. And then he got sick, which is obviously unavoidable, but they replaced him with the fucking darkness.
0: Yeah, the darkness.
1: The darkness. Even they, and they only dark. had about 10 songs.
0: I'm they sure they played a couple of time.
1: songs twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they they played uh, The Thing Fogelove at the start in the middle and for the encore twice, and that was it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. And weren't the Cure were playing that weekend?
1: Surely they could have moved. Cure the player. They were they were amazing. Um, I'm trying to remember who else I saw that weekend, but um,
0: I do remember us uh, having to go see the Hot House Flowers because we were yeah. we had to meet contractually obliged. They <laughs> we were obliged to see them,
1: and they 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 they, they weren't arsed about meeting us, and we weren't.
0: They didn't there. care, and I missed I missed a uh, waiting room, which yeah. were a great cork band. Yeah, and all like everyone was there. All yeah, like even Graham Lynch was there. I think even our old buddy from Rest. Yeah, and you got thrown well, we out of a party then on the last
2: night, Adam. What was that? You got thrown out of a party on the last night
0: there. Well, we were given these kind of half backstage passes, weren't we? No, they, they right weren't right even so.
2: backstage passes.
1: They just got us into this kind of um area where you catering could area that was just slightly away from it. Yeah.
0: But the best thing about that was that they had, they had good toilets in there, yeah, which yeah. was always very good for a festival, and uh. I remember I took a dump next to uh, one of the members of wu Clan. <laughs> That's a good claim to fame. fame.
1: That is quite the claim to fame.
0: No, the doors were locked, so I can you know, I'm not saying that it, there was anything nefarious going on.
2: Yeah.
0: But I just, yeah. Which was better than the year after when I think it was a member of Reddish. Ah. I did have the same star power. Same star power.
2: I loved that But I did get thrown out.
0: I did get thrown out of a party after the last band, I think, well, after the darkness or whatever. Yeah. I decided to chance my arm and run back into the hospitality area for another couple of pints. Yeah. Uh, and I did. I managed to get a couple of pints out of it, and the bouncers were there, and they obviously selected girls from the front row to bring back with them to this area. <laughs> the drinks. And the problem with that was I started talking to one of the girls, and the bouncers got very odd about it. True. Uh, obviously because that was their selection. Yeah. Um, and I remember... Uh, the guy turned to me, put his arm around me, goes, "I think it's time that you leave." <laughs> and I was just about to say, because I do have this kind of attitude, you know, like "fuck off." And I was just about to say, and then I remember <laughs> I'm in a tent, and there's about twenty odd bouncers in here. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I better just say nothing and just go away."
2: Wise, wise choice. Have you ever talked about releasing a book? Famous
0: shit than me. <laughs> well, for a while, I mean, it. I did I did try it for a while to try and take a dump in as many famous places as possible. Um, so I have I have done it in um, um, Toronto in the in the what's it called, Steve? The big big tower. Oh, the, the, CN the CN Tower. tower. Yeah. I've done the CN Tower. Uh, I've done it in um, where else have I done it? now I've done it uh Wembley Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go. That's my book out next Christmas. So thanks again to Rory. Yeah. Thanks guys. We'll have you on again at some stage.
2: Yeah. We will talk this about something different. Fun. Good stuff. Yeah.
0: So all thanks, the best, guys. Lads. Yep. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.